Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt. No. When I lose all the way I want to lose, I might just do it. Just, just for bands. No. Yeah. Well, speedos. Yeah. 
real tight ones where you can see the bell and that. Oh, hell yeah. 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 It's episode 6, season 8 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Today I'm joined by Buddy, we've got Ricky and we've got Thelonious Phil. How you doing, boys? Ricky is just back from uh, Torre Vieja in Spain, feeling a little bit upset, aren't you? A little bit down. Yeah, you always get down, don't you, after holiday? Yeah. (laughs) I want to be back. It's kind of like you go on holiday, you love it, and then you think, fuck, I've got to come back and then life will resume. You are looking very brown, browner than... Your normal skin yeah, tone. Thanks. You look beautiful. Thanks. Um, we're going to talk. Rick has got a few stories from his holiday, but we'll, we'll save that to the second half for those that are really enjoying. Um, we might as well just go straight into Fulham. Um, a, a lovely little result. I feel for Fulham coming into the game um, had a, d- a fairly decent performance against Palace, although they did lose, but they, were, they more than held their own. Match. In fact, they had, had the majority of the game. <laughs> For the first 80 minutes of that side tie against Palace, and then obviously Wolf Saha turned up and turned it on his head. But what do you think? Great result, wasn't it? Really, it was a brilliant result. Um, the first half hour felt like um, this is a compliment, I insist. But this reminds me of um, Redknapp when you had Van der Vaart and Modric just like gliding around the pitch. You know, we were just passing circles mm-hmm. around him. We created so many chances. First 20, the first 20 minutes, I yeah. thought we just uh, we didn't actually hit the target I, I don't think I think Mora missed an open goal Mora missed an open goal he's probably done better with, it, with the with the, um, uh, the when he went through he should yeah. get, you know, first bad touch obviously scored an absolute screamer we'll come on to that <laughs> but overall the performance was great it was kind of it looked like a team that was that had been playing together for years and, and if there are games out that, that happen this season which will be a proponent for not signing anyone don't get me wrong I'd much prefer us to sign someone but the chemistry was there, whereas Fulham at times looked a little bit out of shape and misshapen. But I don't know if that's about their lack of quality or a championship side just come up. What do you think, buddy? Uh, I liked it because we went back to the back three and immediately you saw the benefits of it, especially down the right with Trippi, that he was so far advanced. And um, for Tonga and Alderiro and Sanchez looked really good on the ball. And even though eventually we had problems, we had to switch to the back four. Um, I liked seeing those three back out there. I think that's our best team when we have those three on the pitch. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the back three, that, that was nice to see uh, come back in. I thought, um, like, I thought Fulham did all right, actually, in, in parts. They, they, they kind of knew that they had to counter-attack, and when they were kind of getting the ball forward, they were, they were passing it quite quickly, um, and, and they were getting forward. But the, like you're saying, in the first half and in the second, we were, we were really comfortable. And it was like, at times, it was, we were just... Attacking them at will, and it's just like just just waiting for those goals. Really, yeah. I thought the movement was excellent, and generally, mm-hmm. uh, Fulham had five minutes in the first half, and they had the, certainly had the first ten minutes of the second half. Yeah. But uh, I, I think Pochettino did incredibly well to, to to kind of negate what Fulham were trying to do by bringing on subs at the right time. Um, but that back, back and back, back free thing is is it? Do you think because it's kind of it's no longer a vogue formation. Like lots of people play it. It seems normal. Some people have abandoned it. Some people are playing two up front now. Uh, everyone's kind of finding successes in their own way. But I always feel much more comfortable and more secure when we've got three at the back. It probably has something to do with Alavera returning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think I just felt very, very comfortable in that first half. And it was because we looked so much more secure at the back than we did against Newcastle. It just gives us um, a way to play out and play out of a press and it gives us an out ball every time by, by the diagonal. It's always on. Either, we didn't use Davies so much in the, 
in the first half, but in the second half we definitely used him. And Trippier was always open. And it, it allows you to relieve the stress and the press by just going long. Just hit it diagonal and switch the play immediately. Did, did we lose anything going forward? Because I think we lost it in midfield. I don't think you can play uh, back three and then have Ericsson, Ali, Dyer. I think you need a Dembele or a Winks in there. Someone who's a bit better in central midfield. I, I thought Delhi played great, but I prefer him further forward. And I think you lose something of Delhi when he's in central midfield. He's not ready yet to be a central midfielder. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't know, maybe he ever will. He ever will maybe be. not. No. Uh, Lucas, uh, that was the performance we, we were crying out for. Um, we want Everybody <coughs> wants him to do well. He's exciting. Um, he's only going to retain his, his place he in that side. He runs of... like a motherfucker. He yeah. doesn't stop running. He's unbelievable. His energy, he's like, he's like Lamella on steroids. He doesn't stop running. It was incredible. All 90 minutes. But his end product's always going to be the most important thing. Um, obviously, his contribution to the side is tantamount and, and probably more crucial to Pochettino that he's doing the things that he's asked to be, been asked to be done. But for, as fans and someone that we can really get behind, we need him to, to score goals and, and create assists. And he missed two sitters. Well, one, the header should 100% be in goal, in my opinion. The, the second one, his touch was bad. I think nine times out of ten, he probably would have taken it and dinked it over the keeper. I think as well, you'll re- uh, I mean, obviously, you really see the benefit uh, of him. We all, we all knew that um, he's great at attacking, but having uh, the pre-season with Spurs uh, and knowing the lads now and stuff like that, um, his pressing as well, um, like Barley was saying, he was just like running after the ball, uh, making sure he tracked back and stuff like that. So it was really good, uh, really good performance from him as well. And um, like you're saying... It, it's like with Janssen, right? It was a worry because he wasn't getting into those positions. That, that's the thing. And like, even though he missed the open goal and he should have done better with, uh, when he was one on one with the keeper, at least he's getting in those positions and that, and that will come. Um, so, it, it, you know, so it is really positive to, to see him playing that way and, and uh, you know, chasing after the ball as well. It gives me faith because I was always concerned if we played it back three that there'd be no <coughs> position for Sun. But it gives me faith, that kind of formation, that you could easily just put Sun instead of Mora and you won't lose um, Sun anymore. Mm. Um, do you think there's an argument, T, that, you know, going back to the fact we didn't sign anyone and, and the fact that we signed Mora in January last year, um, the uh, training with the team and his lack of uh, con- uh, contribution on the pitch, you know, he had four games or so last year, played in the League Cup game, was it Gillingham? Rochdale. Rochdale, sorry. And... Um, but that actually him coming in fully adapted to the way Pochettino wants him to play and starting the first two games of the season that actually is like having a new player. It does a bit. Um, it's helped, I mean, it helps him also that Son is away in, at the Asian Cup. Yep. But no, I thought he did very well. Um, he works hard. Often, um, a bit like Lamelli, he works hard because of his own mistakes. You know, <laughs> Sometimes he's kind of having to cover up for his own for losing the ball or whatever. But um, there's a ball of energy. The teammates like him. He combines well with his teammates, and, um, yeah, I don't feel so bad about Son being away. Um, he got man of the match. I believe he did, yeah. Uh, is there a shout for Trippier getting it? I don't think Trippier was that great. Overall. I agree. I agree with T. I don't think Trippier was that good. I don't... Free kick aside. I don't, I don't understand that. I he, don't, it, well, we can go on to the question. Go on. All right, yeah, question. Tom Foyne, sorry, on Twitter. He says, did Fulham uh, and the game versus Newcastle end the Trippier versus Aurier debate? And are we now in a position where we just settle for a choice uh, on a choice rather than chop and change so everyone knows 
that they need to, to need, need to do what they need to. Sorry, so everyone knows what they need to do in order to stay or get in the team. I thought Trippier's free kick was amazing, and I didn't expect him to to bury it. But I thought he wasted a lot of opportunities, and had he had a little bit more quality in the final third, we probably would have won that game at a canter. Well, going back to the question about uh, Aurea and uh, Trips, I think um, for me personally, uh, it's always better to ha- have a settled uh, team instead of the chopping and changing. But Poch does like to chop and change, so I don't think that's ever going to that's ever going to stop. But uh, out of the two, I-, I would go for Trips. I think he's more uh, more of a kind of a, a steady Eddie rather than making kind of. Uh, Calamitous like errors, but even Not though really. you, you've got that, you've got that thing with Aurea where he will go forward and and he'll do something uh, where if he if he wasn't that brave, then that would never happen. Yeah. Uh, and he gets into a great position. But then there's also that side of you are too brave and things go a bit tits up. But um, so I, I'd I'd lump on with uh, Trips myself. Uh, so Trippier, you, you, you didn't think he had a great game either. It was all right. What was it? Was it his, his delivery into the box? Delivery into the box. You know, it's kind of it's kind of twofold because he was putting the ball into places where you'd want him to, which is a penalty spot, yeah. near post. Yeah, and people weren't attacking it. But sometimes he's got to use his head a little bit to vary his delivery. He uses he's doing the same delivery over and over again. It wasn't working, and um, he was all right. He was. All right. I, don't, I don't think it's a bad performance. Um, to answer Tom's question, I think he's need to rotate the team and keep it fresh. Um, I don't think we're going to get to a point where. Trippier is going to start every game indefinitely. So I think you need a bit of rotation. Aurier is a frustrating player. Maybe with three at the back, Aurier causes less damage because he's high up the pitch. Mm. Maybe, maybe there's that. I mean, Aurier isn't a, a right-back, is he? He's a, he's a, he's a wing-back in, in the modern era. And, and as a right-back in the old old days, he would be a, a nightmare. I mean, I think the criticisms that we used to throw at Carl Walker for being a bit of a liability, you know, banging into challenges that are... It's foolish, giving away silly free kicks. We'd see that Walker do that all the time in his youth. Uh, Aurier does that as well. Like you say, with a free at the back on that right, right as a right wing back, I think you know Aurier could excel there. And I, uh, you know the way Pochettino plays is, is the same as the, the way he has done since he started, which is that he alternates his, his fullbacks always. Will I think? Yeah, I think um, Aurier in a wing back, you get all of his. Um qualities and you kind of negate some of his fucking liabilities uh, tell me about Trebia's free kick oh, it was it was beautiful because he didn't even fly in top corner it was just it so was a whipper yeah it, it, it. <laughs> it was a whipper <laughs> and the, uh, it just curled in and, and it, it was almost perfect but when you fir- when I first saw it I was like that's incredible when I watched it in the replay I was like it's not even gone in in, in a corner he's just put so much whip on it that the keeper had no chance, and he kind of almost nestled into the bottom left-hand corner of the net. Yeah, a beautiful goal. What? Why is it? Where's this free kick technique come from? Because he went to England as the first choice free kick taker, but we didn't really see it at Spurs last season. No, not at all. Um, and the thing was, just like the England, I said, this is too far out. He can't kick the ball that hard. It will pee roll it to the keeper's arms. Mm. So I don't think he's going to score at all. Then when I saw it nestling into the corner. I mean, there was curling away from the keepers. It was an amazing free kick. Uh, like when he, when they were both Ericsson and him lined up for it, I was like, Trips is going to have a go here, but he's too far out. I'd much rather Ericsson put a bit of power into it and swerve the ball, and then uh, Trips just smashed it in. And uh, like you were saying, yeah, it just kind of almost, it almost curled it into like the side of the net. 
Um, and when when a ball's coming over and you mis- you kind of misjudge it, um, and you think you can kind of maybe get there, but yeah. then as that as curls it whips away. in and curls away, you just yeah. got no chance. Do you see Ericsson's free kick in the first half? That it was, I, I thought an amazing free kick because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Uh, so the fact yeah, that yeah, keeper yeah. got across, so he's he's got he's got to be 30, 32 yards out. You expect him to be whip it out. He's, yeah. This amazing technique where it's to the point where he struck the ball, it still looked like he was going to whip that ball in or float it in. And he just hit it with his laces, went across, nearly undone the keeper. I think the keeper was the only one that had any idea what was going to happen. It was, I don't know, a satisfying thing to see. I mean, more satisfying if it had gone in, but it was a, it was a satisfying thing to see. Yeah. I thought, I thought, as a fan, I want to be surprised by this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I was com- completely surprised by it. Because, you know, when, you like it, when you're at a game, you're, like, you're looking in that direction because you know it's going to go in that direction. I was just waiting for... Who is he going to go for the back post? Is he going to, and he just took that shot and like quite early down at the corner, and I was mm. like, "That was quality." And you could see where I was sat in the stadium. You could see Ericsson was going to shoot because the goalkeeper was kind of like guessing, almost like you know, covering himself like he was with Trippier. But Trippier's free kicks, he kind of sacrifices power and pace for placement. And some of the best free kick takers ever have been those kind of ones that just sacrifice power and just go for consistently. Hitting, Beckham, hitting Beckham, Pirlo. Uh, Pjanic, Pirlo. Yeah. I mean, the only one is uh, Mahailovic was the only one that could just do fucking <laughs> he was both fucking, of them. But he was mental. He was, he he was, was an amazing free kick. This is uh, Inter Milan uh, left-back. In uh, Lazio, Sampdoria. Sampdoria. Uh, like, mad racist. Yes. Yeah, but he had the highest ever scoring free <laughs> kick take in Serie A history, which is amazing. Buddy, you can't say mad racist and then, yeah, but. He <laughs> Let him go because you can take a good free kick. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the way you're at, yeah. Yeah, well, sorry. But um, he was amazing at free kicks and he was the only one who could like marry the two of them. So I, I think we're just going to see more from Trippier. Eventually, goalkeepers will get wise to it and they'll know that they don't need to kind of... They can probably go in the middle of the Guess, goal. Yeah, yeah. Because, because they can get well, across. that's what did. He was miles over, and also Fabry's a bit shit. Who's Fabry? The Fulham goalie. <laughs> His name's Fabry? Fabry, yeah. I thought it was, f- fucking hell, what was I watching? I thought it was, Fe- was it Fabry? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Federico or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he come from, anyway? They had a he's, decent goalkeeper last year. He's, this is a Spanish dude, they signed. Oh, man, Spanish goalkeeper. They can't, uh, apart, from, goalkeeper. apart from De Gea, Casillas. De Gea's let in 10 of his last 14 shots. See, shit. <laughs> Absolutely shit. The Chelsea well. goalkeeper, shit as fuck as Yeah, well. what's, what's his name? Rodrigo. Oh, Kepa. Yeah. He's, oh, come on. He's terrible. He's they just got 71 million. You can't just throw him under the bus that way. So, so goes 30 million. Price terms doesn't mean anything. So like this is so you you gonna have another pick for me? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna stand tall on this are, as you, well. Are you, are you um, Kepa is shit. All right, there you go. Double down. Is yeah, it? double down. Uh, yeah. So you know what to do. Um, at him at Barley TFC if Kepa <laughs> even does one save, just at him. Go anyway. What um, are you? If you apologise, you have apologised, Pickford, don't you? You realise he's a good goalkeeper. Pickford is an okay goalkeeper. No, no. What you said was he was shit. Okay, he, he, he surprised me that he's slightly better than shit, but he's still he's still a pretty average goalkeeper. <laughs> he's slightly better than shit. <laughs> I still don't think he's like a great goalkeeper. He's okay. I'll give you. He's a good goalkeeper. All right. So we've gone from slightly better than shit to good. That sounds like an apology to me. <laughs> um, uh, Toby returning. That that's. I mean, that for me was a huge thing because mm. I'm not. Like, I, I want his contract sorted. I want us, and, it, and if it doesn't get sorted, which I don't think it will, and he leaves at the end of the season at 25 million, I don't really care about any of that. But as a fan, I want to see him play football for Spurs all season. 
that I want to, I want to see him start every single game. And and I think there's like a nod to Poch because he said everybody has a clean slate now. Doesn't matter what's gone on because he had to because we haven't signed anyone. But <laughs> he's not in a position where he can go. All right, well you're not playing because like, the player goes. You fucking need me. Do you know what I mean? I think as well. Um... Like uh, Toby's been really professional about it. Like he could, he could have thrown his toys at the pram like most people do. But he's always like on uh, whether he's on social media and like he's training or wearing the new shirt or like willing us on. Um, uh, and he he didn't play it and still wishing the team well and stuff like that. And then when Potts, you know, come out and said everyone's got, got a clean slate now, um, and then Toby comes back in. There's a bit. There's a bit of hope on my side. There's a bit of hope that he gets. A run of games under him, uh, get you know gets applauded again, gets that good feeling, and and, and thinks you know what, like what, why why do I need to move? Like maybe everything that I need is here, and it, sometimes it just takes that realization. I don't think I think it's about money. I think the money's here, and they'll stay. That's what I think it is. What? Uh, yeah, but uh, like, what is it? That I, I mean, I, I you can only you can only make a decision on what you've heard, and I've and I've heard that. He, he wanted a certain amount of money, we didn't give it to him, and then we said, yeah, and then he was like, no, I want, I want something different. But that could be his agent, that could be his, that, I don't know. But what, I mean, what, what, what does he want? Does he want to be the highest earner at the club? That, what, I think like, he just I, wants, I don't know. He just he wants a big, big contract. That, that, well, I, don't know what, I don't know if his demands are about his ego. I don't think it's that. I mean, we don't know. He's going to be 30 next year, so... I mean, as a centre-back, that's not a bad time to sign your last contract. No, but as I'm saying, he wants a big contract. Yeah, so that's he, probably his last big one. And he deserves it. And as a personal, you know, as a person, I don't, I don't think he deserves parity with Kane. No, no, absolutely not. But I'm no. saying, if if I was in a position where I'd performed like he has, without really winning anything, and you know, not just with, with Spurs, but with Belgium as well, he's he's almost like he's been on the brink of it all the time. If it was the last contract that I had in football, I'd be playing the exact same tactic as he would. Yeah, and which I mean, is get me as much money as I can I, so that my kids don't ever have to work again. You think like the minute the minute he leaves Spurs, that era, would be, all he is essentially to us is I remember he's quality that defender. That's all he'd be like a, 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 a memory, a slight memory to us in five years' time. Out of error, he was great, but to him. He was like, this is the moment that defines my life. So you can't blame him for playing hardball or his agent for playing hardball. No, no, of course. All right, I thought it was more coming. Well, no, I, 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 I mean, how, how much do you know of, like, if he's waiting for that big contract and waiting for the club, uh, a club to, to pay him that, you know, he's probably thinking of Barca or Real or someone who's got, like, a lot of dough that, that will weigh in with that. I mean, I, be I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know how many... Have actually tested that that resolve with Levy or that people, that anyone that's come in with it. I think Man United was the one that was been mooted. Uh, I think they would have taken him because they were kind of desperate for a centre back. Levy knows that, so he could again got him over a barrel. They've decided they couldn't afford him or you know didn't come back. They didn't back Mourinho. They've got a mental manager now. He seems seemingly lost it. Not even just because of the Brighton result, but because of just the fucking mentalness coming out of his mouth. Well, I mean, he's he, fucking insane. He bought their two centre backs that played yesterday. Yeah, so. he did. Yeah, Lindelof and Bailey. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's fucking mad. You think we've got it bad? This is the biggest club in the world, yeah, bar Real Madrid, probably. It does affect us a little bit, though, doesn't it? Because we got that's a shoe in for a top four for us. No, no, no. Because if, if they get if they get rid of him, Pochettino surely's got to be getting that job. 
What are you doing? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm just saying, man. That tea, what, they get rid of the get rid of Mourinho. Get rid of Pochettino, but man. Tea, but even if that's true, would we ever want to discuss that here? No, I'm just putting it out there. Right, don't put it out there. Keeping it real, keep man. It in. It's not keeping it real. We don't want to keep it in. We don't want you to spew your depression onto us. All right, we're friends here. Okay. Friends don't do that. You know what? I'll be yeah. What, what, so what's going to happen? <laughs> Say something good. <laughs> Say something good. Nothing Real Madrid happens. won. Real Madrid Nothing won. happens. Nothing happens. No, no, he goes. What happens? We keep Postino, man. We're Keep-up. playing him next Monday. What happens? We're going to win three 0 And then he gets re- he resigns. Yeah. And then they come in and say we want Pochettino. And Pochettino goes, um, I've got a project. Exactly. He's happy. He's happy at Spurs. <laughs> Give me one word to sum up Mourinho. Poor. Right. <laughs> Give me one word to sum up Pochettino. Great. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Poor and great. There you go. That's all you need to know. Um, we've got a question from Bardi. Uh, all right, you send it in. No, I knew this. I knew you guys fucking insisted. Right, hang on. What, hang on. You you're you're sitting here. Fuck. Wait, so you in your own question. I wasn't meant to be here. What does he mean? I wasn't on the road to. He was on the road. He was on the road. Yeah, but I, yeah, anyway. What do you think of, uh, of Barty's life? Yeah, I knew it. Poor. Poor. What do, you, what do you think of the fact that he has to answer his own question? Great. <laughs> <laughs> so Barty sent these questions. If you had an apple on your head, William Telstow, and the Spurs player had to hit it from a dead ball, do you have to? Do you trust in Trippier, or do you revert to type and go with Ericsson or another? Go on, buddy. <laughs> I don't know because. I still don't have full trust in Ericsson. I would in um, Trippier. I'd probably go Kane. I'd, oh, I, was, I was about to say I that. I trust Kane. Kane would be able to ping an apple off your head. You ping a conquer off your head. I would probably go for Sissoko. Yes, yes. <laughs> because no matter how many times you put an apple on your head, he ain't going to get anywhere near you. <laughs> if Ericsson does, you're going to get a ball in your face at some point. Yeah, because he might smash your nose or cannon off your chest. He's going to get close, <laughs> but, and it's going to work when it gets that close. And Sissoko is yeah. going fucking M25, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm so Sissoko as well. Um, I'll say over here for the same reasons. <laughs> Carl, Carl Donnelly um, said it, he'd go for Wanyama because at least if it hits you, it will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to live with the pain. Incredible scene. <laughs> um, Instantly. There was, uh, we talked about on the podcast last week about the lack of uptake in buying tickets for Wembley. Uh, 25,000 was what I heard, but it seems now that that was... Terrible rumours going around. Because there's so much bullshit around Tottenham at the moment. This fucking stadium, ITK, the fucking loops, the circuits, the no one's buying tickets. Fuck me. Wembley you know, was you know full quarters full. No more loops or wires. No, no, no. It won't do loops. Oh, okay. It's to do the entire structure is unsafe. Oh fuck! And they've you got to knock it all down. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> and I and, and I, sat, I took some time to think about that and what it would mean. It would mean horrendous things. So, firstly, it could probably bankrupt Spurs because <laughs> it would mean spending another, what, six, five or six, six hundred million, I'd imagine. Yeah. It'd probably bankrupt Mace because they'd be liable. So they'd just go insolvent, <laughs> liquidise, liquidize, so they wouldn't have to repay. So Levy's just standing there with... He's going to have to sell his marble yacht. Everybody who's got season tickets will have to do like a volunteer day. We go in and we build little parts yeah. of the stadium. So this is what oh, I said. Yeah. Bad thing? Go back to the days where, where you had to get, call on the club's fat, uh, uh, members <laughs> to come and clean up after a match day. Guys, I can paint the roof. Didn't yeah. you? Done that before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Second World War, a bit of a blitz, blitz mentality, isn't it? Yeah. So what do you reckon? 
We hope it's the foundation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed, foundations are unsafe, have to rebuild it all. I do find that hard to believe, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do. <laughs> I do too. Do you imagine if like, some engineers who'd spend their entire life to, to work up to wa- towards working on probably the biggest construction projects in the entire country then do their maths wrong? Come on. Uh, yeah, it, it boils down to... Steve, I said you're on concrete, I'm sands. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no you said you sands. Said, said <laughs> so what we've done, we've, we've done the base, yeah. uh, the, the foundation's all in sand. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> we've got a problem there. Steve, Steve well, why did you use sand? Didn't you use some of your intellect to <laughs> not put sand down? Yeah. Do you know what the other thing I hate is Arsenal and West Ham fans trying to claim like that they did it. Like there's like an Arsenal electrician going around just cutting wires, or there's a West Ham one cutting wires. I love that shit. Don't do this. Just doesn't happen in real life, man. I couldn't think. I mean, if I had to work on Arsenal, then I couldn't. I wouldn't. I've got professional pride in in my job that I wouldn't fuck it up. It makes me look bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd do everything to make the structurally structurally unsafe. <laughs> Flavor be like homeless. Life five is like, I don't care, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got integrity. Oh, yeah. I got integrity. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. You've taken everything above me, but they won't take that little inch. <laughs> inch of integrity. <laughs> I made it. I made a stadium unsafe. They made it not fit for purpose. And I killed it, thousands. I don't yeah, care. I killed thousands. Thousands died, but I've got my little. I've got my inch. Um, I'm sure, it's all fine. Uh, Kane, he broke his August hoodoo. That was incredible, but I thought better than that was his overall performance. Uh, he's spraying balls in that second half, spraying balls. Land. He, he did it again, you know? He yeah, loves that, that one. one. Yeah, 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 you know the one. Yeah. Yeah, you know the one. Disgusting. Yeah. It's like he gets the ball, he's in nowhere, little look up. Because even still, like, I can't believe he keeps hold of the ball. Like, he'll push it, and he's like, that's gone way, way too... Oh, he's, no, yeah. he meant that. <laughs> so there was a time when he was getting pushed out, and he just knocked it around the player yeah. and ran round it so it didn't go for a goal kick. And I was like, this geezer's mustard. I don't, to this day, I still, it doesn't, none of it makes sense because the way he plays football, it's like Dave from, from the fucking Guildford Arms. <laughs> it's pretty good. Still that, but it's so much more. And anyway, he looked up. I think he saw, is it uh, Lucas on the right? I'm not yeah, sure who it was. Yeah, yeah. And he just whipped that long looping ball that landed his feet. And I was like, you are fucking... A magician. He's got ridiculous mental strength as well, though. I mean, um, I read, I read something today. Someone said he's a confidence player. He's a, com- he's a polar opposite of a confidence no, player. No, he's not. A confidence he's just got player. so much self belief in himself. They all continue to back himself. I mean, when he hit the bar, I thought, how do you reckon? I thought, get him off. How do you reckon? Get him off. His face there. Get him off. He's Get him out. Get him out of my club. Get him out, mate. What the fuck are you doing? I could see Steve from where I was sitting. just stood there shaking his head. Get him out. Get him out of my club. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> When um, when Sun miscontrolled that ball and he, and it ran through to the goalkeeper, I looked at T and he just had this look. He just had and this grimace. Sun, uh, no, sorry, Lucas. When uh, Lucas uh, so, so, you know when you know you know because we see now T quickly turns on a player. <laughs> like, someone ruins his night. That's it, or ruins his day. That's it. There's two. There's two times I've seen T completely flip on another human being. One's Roberto Soldado, and the other one was a woman in a in a nightclub <laughs> that, that took his jacket where he, he left it, and it was she you know, hung it up. She hung it up for oh, him. I was, I was caned. 
and uh, she he, T flipped out. It was like, like it was more or less like, how dare that bitch touch my jacket? <laughs> he didn't articulate it that I've way. Never, I've never called a woman a bitch in my life. <laughs> no, I'm, apart right, from I'm, I'm, I'm paraf- paraphrasing. Um, I love women. How do you reckon Kane would do on the aftermath of tsunami? In terms of what? Well, like rounding the troops and getting everyone rebuilding that. Oh, I think it'd be really yeah, good. I th- yeah, I think it'd be good. I thought you meant like if a tsunami hit, would he survive? No, um, I don't right, think he would. Go on then. I don't think he would. Well, I mean, most human beings wouldn't. I mean, some people do. Oh, out, out of the Spurs, <laughs> they do. But the lucky ones. Out, out of the Spurs squad, who would survive a tsunami? Lamella. Just to piss off Spurs Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all of all of Spurs are dead. If you imagine Spurs go down in an airplane, yeah. crash, Lord yeah. of the Flying Star, he's on all that's a bike. Everyone's dead. Bob Lamella. Everybody on Twitter said, "Oh, I appeared ever since." Fucking Lamella. Well, he didn't get on the plane. Like he didn't get on the plane. He lost his passport. Everybody else is dead, but Lamella's there, giving the eulogy at the funeral, and everyone's like, "That fucking cunt." No, no, he leads. He leads. He leads in about three years time he leads the team out when the stadium eventually opens as the captain <laughs> and they're like boom <laughs> boom you you know Chelsea have got the tweets in their in their tunnel be all the tweets all the Angela Bella tweets in the first tunnel <laughs> bro <laughs> waste of money TFE Tommy Robinson Yid I've got nothing <laughs> I had something and it was left. Don't matter, you know what I'm what, what, what I will say about uh, the, the Kane goal, um, and like I, I think we all know here as well, and from the WhatsApp group, that I'm not Lamella's biggest fan, admittedly. But the only reason is because he costs 30 million. That's uh, the do, only reason. Do you know what, right, as well, right? <laughs> listen to this as well. And you always say, you always say about the 30 million, and he was here to replace Bale. Uh, Bale. And that's what the papers told me, so that's what I believe, right? <laughs> and, and I still, to this day, I, until Saturday, believed it. Yeah. And then when Lamel had done that run and, uh, and, and then laid it off, um, and it was and it was it was a fucking great run. And when he came on, he was excellent. Yeah, he was. Um, and then my dad turned around to me and said, yeah, yeah, no, 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 he turned around to me <laughs> and said, but like he needs to do more we bought him to replace Bale <laughs> and when he said that I knew I was wrong it took those years of my dad's opinion to realise I'd been saying the wrong things I just need to be I need to expand my mind that, that was it I was so fixated on him being the one to, to you know to carry Bale's uh, kind of uh, so you know flag, basically but, if, you, if but, your dad ends up agreeing with you you know yeah, you've done something wrong yeah exactly that's exactly it. and when he said that it was like this big penny job. I was like shit it was like Matrix everything just stopped around me <laughs> yeah yeah I was like fuck uh, I, I, there's a great photo of um, after Kane scored and Lamella run, jumped on him and yeah. just held him up almost and it was fucking beautiful so there's still some very special things happening at Spurs isn't there you know, lovely you know what, lovely man. things leading up to the game yeah you know with the stadium the stadium clusterfuck and the ticket clusterfuck I just thought I can't really be asked about Saturday I really couldn't be asked <laughs> um, you know it's going to be an empty empty fucking stadium right I just thought, no, because Fulham got smashed the week before, they're going to be angry for a win. I get that. And all of a sudden, it all kind of came back to me. You know, you walk up to Wembley, and you get the familiar smells, you see familiar faces, and you go on the concourse, you see your mates. Yeah. You know, you go out and you hear the Star Wars bollocks before the team walks out. Yeah. And <laughs> you just think, this, this, this is what it's about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's intangible, just being in the ground and watching your team and supporting your team. And the best part about supporting Spurs is being in the ground and watching them. The worst part is everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Totally essentially. Agree. And... 
Saturday was was lovely. I mean, you know, it's good weather. My mates were there. It's a good performance. It was just, it was lovely. Lovely tea. That was a lovely thing. Um, I'll just, uh, I just want to give a shout out as well. I, I watched the game. Um... Yeah. Windy back to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you. I got your back. Hi, this is Wendy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan, although still no players out on loan at the time of recording, so we'll just stick to the under-18s and under-23s. And this week we have two reasonable results to talk about. Firstly, the 23s drew one all away at Liverpool on Friday night. It started off pretty disastrously because um, Jaffet Tanganga was sent off for handball on the line. But to be fair, they hung on really, really well and they made a damn good fist of it against a strong Liverpool team. They went 1-0 down, but then Marcus Edwards got us back into the game with a fantastic goal after some terrific forward play by Troy Parrott, who held the ball up and then picked Edwards out with a, I would say, a Harry Kane-esque pass. Um, Edwards was a real threat throughout. He carried the weight of a lot of our attack, along with Parrott, who was also excellent. The pair of them both had very strong games. Um, George Marsh dropped back into centre-back after the sending off of Tanganga and he had a really heroic game at, at the back as well, making lots of blocks and putting his body on the line multiple times. So to hang on for one all was a really good result. And then the under-18s won 5-1 away at Swansea on Saturday morning. The goals came from Janil Bennett, who is a wide man normally but played up front. Uh, he got a hat-trick. And Dennis Serkin, or Cherkin, I'm not quite sure how that's pronounced as yet, but uh, he's our first-year left-back who um, represents England, and he scored a couple of goals as well. So really promising performance from the under-18s. So good start to the season for them. That's it for this week. Perhaps by next week I'll have some loanies to talk about. But if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Rick, I'm so sorry. No, I'm not accepting your apologies. I, I apologise. Uh, for those that don't know, it's a long-running joke that I cut people off when they're saying something poignant. But you was you was doing an amazing thing. Well, yeah, I was going to do uh, uh, an amazing uh, thing. What's wait, You went to watch football in Toria. Yeah, don't, oh, don't you dare. Yeah, I went to uh, watch uh, the, the game at a bar called Moore's Bar, and it's in uh, a place called Cabaroy. And um, when I got there, I didn't know what to expect. And as I arrived, there was like four. Mm huge flags outside this bar, uh, Spurs, Spurs flags, flags yeah. and I was like, you know, in the middle of Spain, I was like, quality. Got in there, Spurs memorabilia everywhere, packed out with Spurs fans, really great atmosphere, and when Kane scored, like, the, the you know, the August goal, everyone just fucking went mental, it was absolutely brilliant, and I think the, the only scored Martin, um, oh, I just want to give, give a shout a, out. To, this is a pub in Torrieca? Uh, it's not in Torrieca, it's like 20 minutes away from there, so if you're in and around the area... Go and visit the What's bar. What's the general area? Is it the Costa del Sol? Uh, I think it's... No, not Costa del Sol. It's near Alicante, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Costa Blanca, I think it is. Costa Blanca. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. You've been that way? Um, no. No. I've been to Marbella, but never that way. You, uh... What did you get up to on your old Ollie Bobs? <laughs> There's a couple of things, really. That, that didn't go too well for me. <laughs> Uh, I, c- I can't remember why, but uh, I, I kind of was the, the, the designator rounding up the troops. 
And uh, I was, I was... What, if you're going on a night out or going yeah, to get some... But yeah, just, just kind of like, uh, just sort, sort of a family act, really. I don't know why they put me in charge. Well, because you're the father. Well, may, maybe. Uh, like, my sister was there, was that... my nephews. My dad was even there as well. Right. Dad's hopeless, he, he wouldn't know. So it, it all fell on me. But I was eating my, uh, my Burger King in Luton, and we were discussing when we got to get to the gate and stuff like that. And I was like, the gate says, uh, like, 10 to 8, so we've got loads of time and stuff like that. That was the time the gate closed, oh, and I was eating my Burger King at like ten to eight, and I was like, "The gate's closed now." Does it say gate closed? Yeah, yeah, gate closed. So I threw my burger down. Just, what, how? What, what, you, you grabbed it in your hand in, into a fist and yeah, threw yeah, it at the ground. Just, just threw it down, uh, not into the ground, back into the tray. Got everyone. We still, had, we still had to go through like customs and that. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, I know exactly. It was that you bad. Hadn't gone yeah, no, I hadn't gone through security yet. Fucking hell! And, and then I was running. With, yeah, sweating, running with my, my my kid, like four and six. Like obviously, you know, can't run outrun me. <laughs> and, uh, and just sprinting through. And luckily, our gate was number two. And we got to the thing. It said gate one to seventeen this way. The first gate was number 17, so number two was right down the upper oh end. Oh, my God. Got all the way down there, right? Um, we were the last people there, and they were just shutting the doors, and we were like, got our stuff out, and we were like, brilliant. Just made it. Everyone's pouring with sweat, and we were like, we were fucking idiots and stuff. Got on the plane, and, and when I was getting there, they said, because you're the last ones on, you can't get your hand luggage on, we're going to have to put it in hold. I was like, sweet, don't care. Uh, so they put it in hold, and as I was sitting on the plane, putting my, my, like my buckle on, my dad was like, have you got your uh, Euros on you? I was like, no, nah, it's in my hand luggage, and it's gone in hold now. He's like, last year we, I did this, and I left, uh, le- left my money in, in my hold, and uh, it got stolen. And I was like, so what am I going to do? Is this the, ho- the entire family's holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, money, yeah, yeah all, all our money. Uh, and I was like, it's down there now. Like, what am I going to do? And he was like, well, you're going to have to tell him you're gonna, you need your bag back. <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking... I've just held up a plane because I was eating a Burger King, Dad. I'm not going to tell them to go and get my bag out. And I was like, fuck this, man. Undone my belt, marched to the front. No, you didn't. Marched to the front, and I, I told them what had happened, and they said, there's nothing we can do. And I was like, well, this plane isn't taking off until I get that money. Oh, my God. Then he went and got, uh, got my bag for me. <laughs> they waited, they waited for all the money. Yeah, I held it up. Oh, Look, I, mate. Not in a million years would yeah, I have done that. I had to. I had to. What, cause you, cause if my money had gone, I would have had no holiday. <laughs> your dad was probably talking nonsense. Well, I, well I don't, I don't, he told me it he had like a lock just... on his bag and it got smashed. Oh, no. And the money was taken. Can't. You ask him. There, there is actually no point from where the bag comes off where they could do that. I don't know, mate. They Spanish. Do it. Yeah. yeah, they got. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> the Spanish have quick fingers. Quick fingers, yeah, that... but they're not asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm off Italian, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you say that. You're more or less, your missus is more or less. No, that's racist. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on, don't let it. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll switch it back around, back to me. Right. And then, and then this is my first time driving in a foreign country, right? And uh, I got my rental car, family in there. It was like uh, 12 at night at this point. And, um, I, and, I had to, and I had to drive 40 minutes to my nan's house. And got, got in my car, uh, driving along. And like uh, loads of people were coming right up, like just like right behind the car, beeping at me, overtaking, like saying, wind your windows down and stuff like that. 
And like me, I, I'm really a kind of like a passive person. Don't get angry. When I get in the car, I, I, I do lose my shit, and I don't know why this happens. Yeah. And it's that uh, I think we've discussed it before, like like t- like tiny seeps of uh, maybe xenophobia stuff comes out your mouth. What was you screaming? Uh, uh, just like many paella stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and like they were just giving it to me, and I was giving it back, and I was like, "Fuck your seafood!" Like, like just like, don't even really, like yeah, paella. Yeah, yeah, just really going at them, and like, so like, what's their problem? Man, I'm just I'm driving at the right speed, and they're trying to take me over and trying to do all this fucking shit on me. And as I pulled up to the apartment, my dad ran his window down and said, "You haven't got your lights on." Oh, mate! So didn't you know it's in the fucking dashboard? Well, the, the, the dashboard lights were it was like side lights, but not actual beam lights. As so it's your so fault. That, so that it was my fault, and they were telling me. And all they were doing, they were like, you know, in in you know Spanish. Excuse me, sir, you've, you haven't got your lights on. Yeah. You need, and I'm shouting seafood stuff at them. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting. Yeah, You're ashamed no, of yourself. Yeah, I am ashamed of myself. Good. Ashamed the country. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, the fighting I'm cock. Sorry, I'm sorry. It, it's not a problem. The fighting cock is sponsored by Fans Bet. Uh, the fighting cock in no way endorses any kind of bad things said against Spanish people that include oh, sea- I love seafood. Yeah, it, I know. I, it's just one of those things. You just yeah. reacted badly, didn't you? Yeah. It's not a problem. Uh, the sponsorship is allowing uh, allowing us to help Spurs fans in need. If you like a flutter on the football, sign up to fans bit, but um, there's a drop-down menu, select the fighting clock, and then we can track everything that people lose through, <laughs> through betting. Uh, but with that money, half of it goes back to us being able to do something special. Um, yeah, so fansbet.com or fansbet.co.uk. Uh, there's a petition going around, apparently, that Spurs should get docked points because I've we're not playing. Read it. I've seen it, I've not read it. Uh, nor have I read it, but uh, the, because we're playing in more than one uh, stadium in, in, in the season, that we should be docked points. Just after three, can you can you say the club you reckon that's responsible for this petition? I'm just going to see what you guys think. One, two, three. Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> really? So I, me and you think Liverpool yeah. because they're the ones that fucking love a position. You say Arsenal, hundred percent, and you say West Ham because they're yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Uh, West Ham and Arsenal lost last weekend, didn't they? Yep. Uh, they're playing next weekend. Do you reckon it's a six-point relegation, relegation yeah, dogfight? Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? Definitely. Fucking beautiful. You know, like yeah. Arsenal, to be fair, have had two very difficult games. If West Ham win that game, fucking I know. I mean, <laughs> incredible. I mean, we, we hate them both, but but I Arsenal a lot more. Oh, of course, of course. I quite want a draw because a draw doesn't help anybody. No, yeah, West Ham win. Imagine the Ferrari. Like West Ham, like if West Ham win, they're never going to touch us. They're not going to be anywhere near us. And if Forster scores as well, Arsenal <laughs> are going to be in and amongst it. So we yeah. definitely want West Ham to win. Fine, okay. Is I'll it change. at the London Stadium? No, it's Arsenal. No, oh. no, no chance. That's what I mean. The draw is best we can hope for. Uh, Spurs linked with a move to a Celtic fullback, uh, Kieran Turney. Tierney. Uh, in January, Celtic fans scoffing at a £10 million price tag as a left back, uh, which makes sense if Roses potentially has no long term future. He's highly rated. Um, 21. 21 years old. Looks great in the Scottish Premier League. Um, have you got any thoughts on that? I mean, just well, they're right, the Champions League, aren't they? So they need funds. <laughs> they're in, yeah, they're in Europa League. They haven't, they, they... Are they in the Europa League? Yeah, they're in the qualifying stages now. Mm. So they're, they're playing the game on Thursday night. But the, uh, <clears throat> um, they, yeah, they do need money. They, they turned down a huge deal, or a huge bid of £9 million for Boyata from Fulham. 
Um, the, his agent responded by saying, if you can afford to turn down £9 million for Fulham for Beata, then surely you can afford to pay him a wage that he's worthy, worthy of. So a lot going on, on at Celtic at the moment, and maybe we can jump on that. I love doing that. I love, I love attacking a club that's on the, on the back foot. And they lost for the weekend, didn't they? They lost to Hearts as well. It's not last last uh, weekend for last yeah. 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 And the uh, Rangers haven't lost since Gerard took over. Something like twelve games they've won. Uh, well, uh, undefeated in. Um, really? Yeah. So the, 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 for the first time in since Rangers went were liquidated or something. Yeah, no, they're Sevco, yeah. Yeah, Sevco. So they, they, there's there's a real risk for Celtic that they won't get that ten in a row. They got they need another three more. <clears throat> anyway, um, first Champions League game is going to be played at Wembley. Third round of the League Cup will need to be a neutral ground or reversed, as it clashes with another Wembley event. Um, I mean, the fact that the, the first Champions League games at Wembley is not surprising. No, but just just have all three. I'm at, I'm at a point now. Just say, look, January the first. January the first, move to the new stadium. Just this makes it easy, easier for everyone. It's just all this kind of um, all this drip feed of announcements. Just to say, look, January the first, that's going to be the date. If we're early, we're early. End it. Yeah. Like, it makes it makes it easier for everyone. I literally don't know what, what stadium I need to turn up to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I, how I need to get tickets for like Liverpool and Cardiff and stuff like like do like. Like we were talking, like uh, have I now been credited and I need to rebuy my tickets, or I I I, 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 no, I, think I, I don't know. I've asked for a refund. I don't. If you if you haven't got your tickets already, if you haven't asked for a refund, then they just use your card. I think. But no, but no one knows. The card really. doesn't work. Yeah, anymore. card. Yeah, the card doesn't work. Yeah, card doesn't work. Fuck the card. I don't. I literally don't know what's happened. And like. It's like, oh yeah, if you read the word, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to read. Wanna, read. Just someone tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Someone tell, go, go left. All right, I'll go left. <laughs> you know, I, I just need someone. I need some help. I, t- I took the refund option, and I'll probably apply for the Liverpool game now because I was so happy with Saturday. Yeah. I was so happy to be back watching Spurs. That I think, well, okay, I've, I've sulked for a bit now. I'll just watch Tottenham like I always That's do. That's fair enough. But do I need to pay more <laughs> if? To get the ticket for Liverpool, I, Wembley, believe, I believe you do. So we've got a refund on the ticket, and then rebought the Liverpool tickets. It costs more. No, I've, I've got to buy it next week. But yeah, I think it will be. I think it will be a bit more. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, mean, I like. I like. I like. cut the jib. <laughs> yeah. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> All right, it's business sense. <laughs> <laughs> confuse them yeah, confuse, <laughs> confuse them, them into them... a pen and then make them buy more <laughs> confuse them give them less money back yeah. and when they panic because they want to watch Spurs smash Liverpool charge them more <laughs> and what they'll do the Spurs fans will fight each other and not look at the bloke up above who's fucking laughing yeah. at us all the fans will fight each other and leave you and rub his hands together and go look at them little slugs that's <laughs> the divide and conquer that's it that's what I was going to say it's an actual like ancient art form of art of war, war man yeah. Sun Tzu yeah. shit you, which you've read. Have you? I thought you read that. No. All right, it's one of them ones. By who? Sun Tzu. No. The Art of War? No. All right, put it, put it on your list right. if you want. So one of my favourite things about Rick, when uh, we, we both of us, about ten years ago now, got into a reading fad, and uh, I'd read a book and I'd think, this is wank, I'm not reading it anymore. Rick would persist with any book that he picked up to yeah. the point where he had to read it through to the end. What was the worst one? It was D.H. Lawrence. No, no, it's uh, 
Oh, I can't remember. It was a Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Bronte. The Bronte. Yeah, it was fucking mad, man. I was literally like, you know, as, a, as a child having a tantrum, and I get to the one at the end of the page. I was like, "Is this it? <laughs> Is this fucking where I'm at?" <laughs> and then I'd get, it'd just take me ages to get through to the next page. And I, I got there in the end. I finished it, but then that finished my love of reading. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Son scored a winner against. Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan from South Korea. I've never even heard of that place. I, I, I thought someone made it's a typo in the running order. Yeah. It's a former Russian state. I, I, I think, I think that if, if 80%, no, actually less, I think if 40% of everyday British football fan doesn't know that that country exists, they shouldn't be allowed to play football. <laughs> and that's what, that's what we're, we're missing Son for, for the, these pricks. I have to say, it is bollocks that we, we, we lost our players for this kind of shit. Look but, um, they got Iran in the next round. And, and they got Iran in the quarterfinals. When did Iran so they've got Iran in the next round and in the quarterfinals. That's fucking bollocks. What? No, they got Iran in the next round. <laughs> the, Iran are ranked 25 places above Korea as well. So that's <laughs> a foregone conclusion. Stats as well, lads. <laughs> Look, just get back, get back safe, get home, and don't have to do the military service. Or do it after Spurs. Don't care then. Don't yeah. do it when he's forty. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Don't think that works. Just right. get in there. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean anything anyway. When's the last time that South Korea had to do anything? Had to prepare for like a possible invasion. Yeah, like, but, all the time. But no, but that's like they're, cold they're war. Mates, no, nothing was ever going to happen, was it? They're mates. Yeah, they're mates. Anyone out there that wants to educate me on the um, North Korea, South Korea uh, borderline? Um, just let me know if I'm saying anything wrong here. This is what will happen. But, but they're all just posturing. And, so, uh, and, and now we've got to let Hunmin Song go off to play football for, for his country. He doesn't want to go. I mean, he's made, he, he said all, of the, all the stuff, hasn't he? That, yeah. that I should go and play for my country. I want to go and play. He doesn't really want it. And I'm just saying that from my... <laughs> Someone, someone's going to write a massive bloody dissertation to Flap. You just won't read it. I will. I won't read it. It's going to again next week. I won't read it. I'll say, well, can we just fucking sort this out, man? Really? I'll delete it. And that, no, I might reply again, busy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, obviously it's all very serious and football's insignificant. Uh, Kane, <clears throat> Kane asks, uh, Tottenham have no excuses for another tra- trophyless season. Um, so we're at a position now where we kind of, we've given up on the... We're a young side. This is Pochettino, you know, it takes time and all that stuff. Think, do you think Kane's right to be saying this stuff, that this is the season we win, there's no more excuses? Well, um, we've only got two possibilities to win something. It's the League Cup and FA Cup. Well, no, Sorry, we're, we're in the Champions League and... Yeah, we're not going to win the Champions League. Why not? We oh, why not? Well, that actually we won't. <laughs> okay, it's my fault. <laughs> no, but you know. It's like your fault. Pochettino's come out and saying that it's time, it's time win. to win something. Kane said it's time to win something. Mate, wait, 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 I'm going to do something. You're saying here. I'm going to do something. We're not going to win the Champions League. We've got no fucking hope. This is it. We're going to win it now, aren't we? Yeah. No he's just done hope. that. God bless you, bro. It's a cup competition, man. I mean, come on. No. It's a cup competition. No, he's doing the reverse psychology. Yeah, I know, but of course, right. it's a cup competition. <laughs> not at the league. Play everyone twice. Yeah, I think, uh, the thing is, is that there's a lot being said in the last. When in the Champions League, you do play everyone twice. No, you just play. Well, yeah, I'm away. Yeah. yeah, but apologise. No, never, <laughs> never, mate. And if anyone's going to correct me, they can die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite team quote ever: "Die in a fire." It's like the worst way you can die. It's like that will get eaten by a shark, but dying in a fire is pretty horrendous. It is. It's, and it's quite a harsh thing to say to your friend. Well, you know, so, so. Like, winning a trophy is difficult, no matter what, no matter what way you look at it. It's the luck. There, there, there are times where you like. The route we've got, 
it's been it's easy. We're, we're definitely going to be in the final, and then we get banana skin or something yeah, doesn't happen. Like, yeah. we, we haven't won an <laughs> FA Cup. Since '91, you can't call it. So, you can't call it. So it's like, it's like, although I love the guts of Poch and Kane saying, you know, it's time. It's time that we did it, and we've matured enough as a squad, and we've all been together for this time. And and yeah, I would like to say and believe, yeah, it is time, and they should be. Um, they should be uh, delivering on on a trophy. But, but it's nice to say that. It's yeah. fucking hard to actually say that. Would you rather, yeah, but would, would you rather your ca- club captain and manager saying, yes, we need to win something? Because if they don't, nothing changes. But if they do, you're like, fuck, they believe. Yeah. Like, they, they know what they're talking about. Or, or, or at, the the end of that, at the end of that, they, you know, we're going to win a trophy, comma, probably. Probably. Or we won t- a trophy in t- the t- summer, t- man. Uh, Asterix Caravan Cup. <laughs> we, we won the ICC Cup over there, I think it's called, man. So what is, does that carry on next summer? No, it's over. So why is there like, there's like 15 teams and anyone, and you only play three sides? Yeah. It's, that's pathetic. Mm. Yeah, man, we won it, so the... Did we uh, win it? Trophy, yeah, man. we won it. We've got a question from Wes Johnson. Uh, he asks, what player from a team you, you hate do you actually like? I've always found the Ox... I hate the fact that you said the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jess, yeah. Jesse Lingard, quite likeable despite who they play for. Uh, I really like Diego Costa. I mean, he played for Chelsea, but he's a brilliant striker. And you saw what he did against Real Madrid last week. And, yeah, Diego Costa. I don't hate Chelsea players because they play for Chelsea. I hate Fabregas. Well, not because he plays for Chelsea, because he plays for Arsenal. Mm. I only have real deep seated hatred for one side, and that's Arsenal. And I never really hated Oxlade-Chamberlain. He, he didn't have the Arsenal about him in his DNA, yeah. which is probably why I didn't hate him as much. Rick? Uh, Sal Campbell, I'll answer for you. <laughs> there, isn't a, there isn't anyone that's played for any of our rivals or, or near rivals that I, that I like. Uh, actually, well, currently, but back in the day, um, I will say I had uh, a respect for Rooney... Because when he came to Water Lane, wherever he played, like, I, I always go back to this. Um, and he, when you look at Rooney, he's not your archetypal, you know, slender, muscle-bound, like, athletic guy. But he fucking just scored, like, time and time and time again. <coughs> he, he when was, he came to Tottenham... I think he was underrated for his career. He, he scored the final ever goal at Water Lane, so it's kind well, of fitting. Yeah, I, I just think you're fucking him off here. No, I'm not. I just, I just have respect, respect for it. I, so, uh, do you not? Do you think overall Rooney was underrated? No. Because it doesn't strike me as the he has the respect that's thrown on his name because he's a record goal scorer for England, record goal scorer for Man United. Yeah. Uh, played a proportion of his career in centre midfield, and was a, like a fat weeble <laughs> with it he, he he got a lot out of his um, his talents but you saw the way he got, he, he got everything out you saw of it. the way he got he every last drop yeah. of his I think it's oh, been, sure. you know it's, you can look at someone like Ryan Giggs and say man's got 11 Premier League titles because he's at Man United if you're not scoring goals at Man United you wouldn't exist but when, he's the record goal when, scorer for Man United he was there fucking 10 years man playing alongside and how Ronaldo, good must he have been Tevez, to stay you there saw he was never the Tevez didn't stay there Ronaldo didn't stay there they fucked Rooney off and did. went somewhere better well, did Tevez did not? So Tevez went City and won the league. And Juve, that's what you're thinking of. Aren't and then Tabaka. Can you never just leave your fucking? I didn't agenda? even mention you. You did. Though. I can see it in your eyes. Your eyes went black and white for a second. <laughs> my my favourite ever description of, of Wayne Rooney was from Liam Gallagher. 
uh, said he looks like a balloon with a crushed wheat bit on his head. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. I don't consider Man United a hated team. That's not probably why. No, that is a bit of a cop out, really. Yeah. And the, the final point of Rooney is he never played where he wanted to play because there was always somewhere better than him and someone better than him. And that is how you know that he was never a great because whenever he was there, he was shunted wide or dropped into midfield or squeezed in there. He was never the man, you know, never the player. Wayne Rooney did more for, for 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 Man United than almost anyone has ever done in the history of Tottenham. Better for fucking well, you know. Come on, what? That, that's you're a massive statement. Man United yeah. have won a couple of Champions Leagues and stuff like what, that. Give me a Spurs player you love. Um, Kane. Rooney has done more. I mean, yes. I don't want it to be, but that's the truth. And I agree with you, but he's been. John O'Shea has done more than Harry Kane. That's no, ridiculous. All right, can I just ask Barney to leave, leave the podcast? We've never, <laughs> no, we've never, we've never kicked me. anyone off before. You put me in this corner. <laughs> off you go, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> off you fuck. Off <laughs> you fuck. Uh, I, I, I do quite like Jesse Lingard. I know we talked about a Man United thing, but I like the fact that he. <laughs> There's a whole world of United players. He, play, like. he, plays, he, he plays with kids, doesn't he? I mean. Have <laughs> 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 you not seen the video footage of him? The kids are going mental because they've seen him in the car and he gets out and has a game of football with him. I like that kind of I stuff. think the World Cup has made me like a lot of players that I wouldn't have liked before. I still yeah. hated Ashley Young, though. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any. I, there was players I feared for every time they got the ball from, from our opponents, but not, none that I really wanted us no, to play. Never. I, I looked at Henri and, and didn't want him at Spurs, just wanted him to go away. Yeah. There's players um, that I think if Pochettino got hold of, he could do amazing things with, like, Bellerin. If, if yeah. Pochettino had Bellerin, he'd make him into an almighty fullback. Absolutely. Simon Von Seals, he asked, Life has dealt you a bad hand, but while living on the streets as a tramp to women... <laughs> tramp, two women take a shine to you and your dog and propose marriage. One is, 17, one is a 17 stone Spurs fan who lives in a caravan and loves blowjobs. The other, a rich, sexy gooner with a penchant for pegging. I think that's anal sex. Yeah. Uh, who do you move in with? Like, I'll, I'll I answer honestly. I, I don't. I don't fancy being bummed, so I'll take the seventeen stones first. Mm, that's not. That's not what they're saying. I'm gonna, that's I'm, 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 I, I know, but I'm going to remove She's that. She's going to put a strap on and, and do me. I'm, is wait, that pegging? Is that what you're into? That's what, I thought, that's what I thought it was. All right, just to remove that that easy out for you. Okay. She means that you could peg her if you wanted to. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No way. <laughs> you wouldn't. None of us would. No. My, uh, I, I just like to say, my, my journey here was an, an hour and twenty minutes, and for an hour and nineteen minutes, I've spent thinking about this question. Go on. And I, I can't decide. I because really... right, what's going through your head? How, how, how are you? Because um... like seventeen stone. Like what? Like what kind of seventeen? Is it like a you know the pretty ones? But they're <laughs> like, like five foot one. Like, she five foot one. Like, and done. Like, like six foot one and seventeen. So it might I be mean, a bit that, more. I mean distribution <laughs> like a weight. Oh mate, come on. I mean, look, it doesn't matter. Look, you, lots of people find different sizes yeah, yeah, attractive. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm talking about what your your prevalence is. But I. I... Like, Just say like it. living in a caravan as well, man. Like, <laughs> but you're homeless. You're a tramp. Yeah, I know, but yeah, still got standards as well, though. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I can't answer. I go um, the rich gooner all day. Because I think that you could make this this gooner love you. Well, the thing and is, like, I was playing out loads of stories in my head, yeah. like I was actually living with them, and yeah. this is my new life. And what, do you see the kids still? No, 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 they're gone. No, they're gone. Bonus. All they're, the kids yeah, are gone. Yeah. I lost all my money to casinos, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
So they, they don't like me anyway. Yeah. So I started the university down the river, so I said, what have I got to lose? <laughs> the kids are gone. <laughs> yeah, the kids are gone. Kids Wife's gone. gone. Wife's gone. <laughs> You've got a choice between a, a new life yeah. and the caravan with, with yeah. big fat barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so if I ask Lam very good at the moment, so I'll probably, I'll probably change and my mind. You, and you can change your mind, definitely. Yeah. Definitely you can change your mind. Yeah, change mind. Money fixes a lot of things, man. She's rich. She's sexy. The fact that she supports, supports Arsenal, I can get over that. I can, I can live with that. You've got a load of money. But it depends on if she's like the worst kind of doing of those. Doesn't matter. I'd, 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 I'd have to punch it in the face. Well, right, that's punch the thing. punch it, it, it in the face. <laughs> yeah. Punch it in the face. Yeah. Open hand, open hand. That's the open hand, sorry. Open, open hand. Someone might make a note of that time, just yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to edit it out later. If, if this... If, <laughs> it's in the face. If the lady, the, the goon lady was... If she was all up in my face, like, every time they won, and was like... Yeah. Oh, so they're, like, just chanting. She would like, be. Well, OK, if, then I'm going to Tottenham. Imagine, think of the worst ever, ever Tottenham result you've ever dealt with in your life. Yeah, the 4 1. And imagine coming home to having someone in your face and you're saying, Go in, it won't leave you alone. So you're trying to, you turn around and they're in your face, this foot inches away from your nose, saying, Ah! ah. Yeah. And you've got to take that. Yeah, she, exactly. She's so rich though, she's sh- shoving like. 50s down your front, like, exactly. like a million dollar man. But, yeah, yeah, but the notes that have been printed up and they've got. Fucking Abamyang's face on oh, as you rams and Danny Fred. Do you know what I'm going? I'm going yeah. for the other lady, yeah, yes. the other beautiful lady. Yeah. Do you know what? Because big girls are beautiful too. Yeah, they are. And BBWs, man. I, That's my, one of my favourite genres. Yeah, I, and do you know what? I, have, I occasionally, when I've had a lot of cocaine, I might go to that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're just like a right now. What's He's the, disgusted at you. What's, what, I'm not what, disgusted. What, I would what? still stick with even if she was like that. I would still stick with that. Then I would just go in my pool. That just shows. That just shows you. you you're, so you're the only one. Just here. go in my pool. <laughs> so you're, go in my pool. <laughs> you're the wrong. You're the go wrong. Go in my one pool. Here. I got a Swedish au pair or something and live in like nanny looking after stuff. She, yeah, but she won't even let you leave the room. She's like stopping you from leaving the room. She just yeah. like ah. Yeah, she's strangling you as you leave. With an she's my wife. Stuff. She's not a prison warden. No, no, she is. That's what we're saying to you. That's what she's like. <laughs> the scenario has changed. Yeah, she's strangling. And then when you're asleep, she's branding you. Branding you with Arsenal, Arsenal emblem, like that, and you're walking around going, oh, "I'm so sore." And then they go, "What's yeah, wrong? What's a... wrong?" And you're just like, oh, "My missus branded me with an Arsenal logo." Do you live in a caravan? It's better than being branded. Be better than being branded. Or homeless. Better than being homeless. You're homeless. Horrendous. The... Don't think of the caravan. Think of the blowies. You've got to be PC World Car Park, having to be dragged around just have you, have you, have you, have you ever made love with a, a larger lady? No. You don't know what you're missing. It was all consuming. <laughs> Great of, question, by the way. A lot of fun. All right, uh, cheers, time. You let us know what you'd you'd do. I'm sick of all these people fucking asking us questions. How about what would you do? What would you do? Would you rather drink Granite Zacker's piss or eat shit in front of the woman you love? How about you answer it? Tweet us, at Love The Shirt. And if you don't follow us, fuck off. Tweet us, at Love The Shirt. Say what you'd do. What would you do? Eat shit or or, or, or Zaka's piss? Shit or... No, what we want, just a tweet, at Love the Shirt, shit or Zaka's piss. Yeah. Shit or or Zaka. That's what we want. And we'll count them up and we'll see what fucking... How you deal with this sort of shit. (laughs) All right, because there was a time back in the day where someone asked us, would we rather have uh, seven... Seven... Seven cats... Sell a tape to our legs. 
forever or a dying toddler sellotape to our head? No, the other way around. A dying toddler sellotape to your leg or, 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 or seven cats sellotape to your head forever. That's the shit we got to deal with for entertainment's sake. We started a podcast talking about Tottenham and you cunts are the problem. They keep it up. They keep it up. Definitely keep it up. We're we're nothing without you. (laughs) All right, what else we got? Um, Number three. Yidden Agenda. He says, Fairnod have a load of sick kids from local hospital at their game versus another team. (laughs) This weekend and the the other team's fans (laughs) threw soft toys at them. Why are you laughing? They're sick kids. Just say Excelsior. (laughs) Excelsior. They're playing Excelsior. What's the biggest thing you could sneak into a stadium that you could throw uh, throw at South London Franchise FC that encapsulates them? Uh, Yidden Agenda. Um, I think either shit or Granite Zaka's piss. It's so very difficult like to smuggle anything into the stadium at the moment. The, the Wembley, Wembley security is tight as fuck. Or an could get an apple win. An apple, yeah. But is an apple, does that encapsulate them in any way? Um, no. Horses eat apples, I suppose. Yeah, maybe you can... No, I can't say that. Fuck it, I'll say it. You know, you get a few little razor blades, you get an apple. Oh, my goodness. Put them in. What's going into you? What's going to you? Who took the jam out? You heard that, didn't I? Don't know, it's Monday. The whole day's been fucking unhappy. It's Monday. Beautiful. Uh, razor blade apples, OK. Uh, I don't think you can get them in, though. I don't think you can get of course you can. You can get razor blades in, for sure, and an apple. If, you, you can have if an I'm eating the apple... Bag, a pot of Vaseline. <laughs> Bring one lemon. <laughs> Little tin. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> it. What would you say? Uh, I, I'm going to go for. Um, you know those. Uh, it's. Uh, it's cantaloupe melon. No, no. You need to be able to get it in, by the way. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to try. I would try and go for um, a small pop-up tent. <laughs> you know, you know, the, you know the you know the elastic bits that you get in the poles. Yeah. Run them down both your legs and, and say that you know you, you've got something wrong with your legs and that yeah. it's just. There to support, and then in my backpack with the the actual tent, it, that you know, pass it off as a raincoat, that shell suity type. Yeah. And then stick up, put put the tent, lob it over, nomads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good work. Nomads. Good work, Rick. I mean, it might be lost on a lot of them. Like, what the fuck is a tent doing here? We know. You're trapped. Yeah, we, know. we know. <laughs> we know. Well, no one knows. Rick knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there like proper after himself. <laughs> All right, fi- final question from Bubble33417. Give him a follow if you can remember that. Uh, who, is the, uh, who is your only... Sorry, who is your guilty secrets list? Someone you'd want to have a night out with, but... Or a night with but your mates would mug you off if they find out. Jesus. Right, so this is the person you think, a famous person, someone we could, we could know, you'd think, I'd absolutely love to spend the night with them, but you'd be scared that the other podcast members would laugh at you for. It's difficult. Really. It's a man or woman, or by spend the night with, what do you mean? No, I mean... No, I was, no, yeah. open, open, it's open yeah, to yeah, you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you go first. I, I, sorry, go on, what? I, I mean, I was... go It could be man, it could be woman, it could be non-woman. I mean, look, I mean, it's open, it's an open any question. Yeah, what no, are you no, saying? I'm still thinking... We're liberal men. Yeah, we know how liberal we are, don't we? I was just thinking... What man was you thinking about? I don't know. It would probably be someone, like... No, I'm fucking not. Actually, I'm <laughs> oh, wait, right, no, uh, it, it was there. It was come on, come on. Out of curiosity, go on. It's fine. Anthony, come on. No, no, no. no. Barney, you said so many things on this podcast. This is not going to be anywhere. Like, go on, just say come it. On. What's in your mind? 
Come on, man. What's on your mind? I'd probably like to have a night out with Trump. I think that would be. Oh, my good lord, this is gone. This is gone. I have no idea. I'm looking on to some dying. You've got to sleep with Tell us off. No, I don't have to sleep Yeah, of course you do. That's the point. You want a night out. No. Think about it. Think about it. No. I'd do a threesome with Trump. He's like. Would you? I'm like, I don't know. Would you? I don't want to go. Just be drinking water as well. I know, I'd quite. It's a night out. It's not someone you would spend. It doesn't say a night out, so I'd quite like it. Read between the lines. A night out with Trump. Someone you want a night with. A night with. But your mates will mug you off if they find out. Okay, maybe I'm misread. All the people, and you come up with Donald Trump. You want to fuck Donald Trump. You want to wear a suit and do like. Eiffel Tower with someone in your suit. You honestly thought Trump. Trump. it was a night out as in man. on the beers. Well, I don't understand how someone whose who's mind's as warped as yours can t- t- find the innocence in that question. I know. It's All right, Rick. I don't, have to, I, I don't know. I literally don't know. You don't have any weird quirks? Like, weird, weird people you find attractive? That you... No. All right. Well, you're going you're gonna to opt out. You are going to opt out of this. All right, fair enough. I need to think... I used All to. Right. Um, I, I thought the question was. Uh, <laughs> who? Body just, just said something. I used to have like a, a massive crush on Carol Smiley, so I'd fucking take her out for. That's not bad. That's not too bad. I, uh, Carol Vordman, for me. Do you think she. No, mate. Got in, I've seen her in real life. In, got incredible figure. Uh, like, uh, it's all a bore, but yeah. yeah. Like, oh, so what? <laughs> so what? Like, would you not sleep with Kim Kardashian? It's all bought tea. No, I wouldn't. Oh, you fuck, fuck off. No, I wouldn't. You, punch you, it. What's punch it, saying? Mate. You punch it. Stop saying you'll punch it. Punch it. It's a pod title. Punch it. It is if we don't have to edit this out. You got nothing. I'm going to think of someone. You've got no guilty pleasures. Not that. Not. not I, I know. Not, I know. Do you, remember, do you remember Sweet Valley High? Well, no, my, my, my guilty no, one yeah. would have been uh, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but that's not really Look that guilty. Look right down in the crowded hall. I see there's a beauty standing. <laughs> Brittany Daniels was Sweet Valley High, the blonde. There was the, there were twins. One dropped out of acting, the other one they, um, still went strong. What, in porn now? She got her tits out a couple of times, yeah. Did she win? What's your robs? I can't remember the film. She was in Basketball Diaries with DiCaprio as well. Oh, God. Should we, should we stop this now? <laughs> it, would have been, it needs to be someone that you'd be like, it's saying that you, you get mugged off. Like, Carol Vorderman, you wouldn't get mugged off. Mm. All right. I buy you would. But uh, the, the, the question mugged off is like, the, the, the woman's not worth your time, and like, that's not yeah, right, gosh. is it? That's not right. So let's not answer that if that's what we're, where we're going. Yeah, uh, yeah, Can I tell yeah. you a story then at All the end right. of this? A friend of, um, friend of a brother. Right. Uh, they were at a club in, I think it's like Hoxton somewhere. This would have been about eight or nine years ago. And he was, he had the front and probably was full of cocaine enough to go and ask Kylie Minogue, who happened to be in this bar at the same time, for a dance. Kylie Minogue says, I'd love to dance with you. Shit. You imagine this. So they're dancing. He's a good dancer. He's a good mover. Having a little move around. Excuse me. And... Uh, as he spins her around, he sits with his mates and does the thumb oh, up and like, get in, get in, oh, in like that. And she no. sees it oh, no. and she says to him, you fucking idiot. You fucked it. Damn, God. It's a lesson to learn here. Yeah. I mean, how do you deal with that? That's like winning the lottery and then losing the ticket. That is, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's I'm the glad we've ended the podcast this way. Nice positive note. Cheers, lads. <laughs>
Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m. I've finally gotten home from another 24 hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but. Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.